0: It's Tuesday, so you know what that means?
1: It's TV Tuesday.
0: Yes, Spirekin's podcast, where we talk about new and recent TV shows. I'm your host, Zan. Zan, konnichiwa, and loha, bonjourno, and what's up?
1: Hey, it's Greta.
0: And we're back again for another fun filled episode. And if you like TV Tuesday, you can f- check out any of our earlier episodes at
1: www.spirekin.com.
0: We're also on youtube.com forward slash Spirekin. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify. Stitcher and various other social media sites, just type in spirekin in the search bar and I guarantee you find us one way or the other. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, you can email us at Zan, that's X A N at spirkin.com. And if you like what we do and want to help us create more fun new podcasts for you to enjoy, support us at our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash spirekin. I think we're done with the shilling, aren't we? right? Yes. And this is a very momentous episode because we're actually combining two podcasts
1: in one. Yes. We're not just doing. That's right, folks. Two for the price of one. Two, two, two.
0: We're not just doing our usual TV Tuesday. No. We're going to be doing the first part of our spark an anime review for the summer 2021 season talking about three tv shows so we've combined the two together to make a weird amalgamation should be fun and different and if you this is your first time listening here's how it works the first half of this is going to be spoiler free we're just going to go over the overview of the episode and our initial thoughts and then after the music we have our spoilers where we talk about all the things that we want to talk about beforehand but we won't because if you have not seen it stop when the music starts otherwise be prepared for some fun spoilers so let's actually get to it because we've got five shows to talk about and the first one you're very happy with because of something you saw that I didn't catch. We're talking about, yes, that's right, folks, Bad Batch, the Star Wars spin-off, which is about a group of misfit clone troopers who are trying to make it in the beginning of the Empire. And this is Season 1, Episode 10, Common Ground, directed by Saul Ruez.
1: Are they technically Rebels?
0: Uh, no, they're not part of the Rebellion because Rebellion hasn't been established yet. Or technically it has, but it's a whole thing. They're not Rebellion. They're just fugitives from the law right now.
1: Got it.
0: And this episode kind of takes things differently because so far it's been the Bad Batch running from the Empire. And this episode kind of goes back and says, okay, now it's just them doing a job. That's all it is. It's they are going to Roxas, which was the center of the Separatist... Uh, forces, the coalition, and they have to save somebody who the Empire is trying to strong-arm out of the way. Meanwhile, Omega, fresh from her issues from last episode, is being sent home to stay alone with Sid.
1: She doesn't get to go on the mission.
0: And this episode is not as good as some of the other episodes. Well, yes, there were some great elements to it, but this, I think, was a very weak episode. It kind of detracted from the whole season as a whole
1: from well i don't know i liked it i i felt like it's omega is getting more of a spotlight so i feel like it was a good episode
0: but in the overarching plot this was very weak it didn't contribute to the narrative this felt like it was written as a side note like this is a oh this would be like a season two every episode they have something different if the overarching narrative this kind of doesn't fit anywhere
1: I think it fits. I mean they Omega gets I can't say things without spoiling. Omega gets a little uh she can she l- contributes a she, lot.
0: But that was just thrown in. The, but the overarching story that what was going on, that doesn't really affect anything except for the fact that they're going against the Empire, not much else. Happens. Okay, so
1: if you already spoiled it by saying that she doesn't get to go on the mission. No, they what was cute is bandana boy
0: you know his name it's
1: i know but i like that the lizard calls him bandana boy and i like that she calls the other one goggles
0: uh, it is not allowed. i think it's cute
1: okay so sh- bandana boy um you know looks at goggles and says you and omega go you know this way he's, he's like that's impossible omega's not here like she, it's It was sweet because it was showing they want to protect her. They don't want her to go with them. But she's such a part of their little family unit that she's in it. But there's more going on than this,
0: the Omega thing. Omega is not a major part of this because we're seeing what's going on. The team is starting to fracture because of little things that are going on. Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit because it's showing now that they're officially living this life which is contrary to how they've been for their entire existence because they were designed for one thing and now they're working with
1: people to follow orders
0: no they're we'll talk about this in the spoiler section but overall stay
1: tuned for more i think this episode was
0: kind of weak this is probably my least favorite of the season so far it was
1: a little bit of a filler, but I really still liked it. Again, it was, I feel like the show needs to be just marathoned. It feels like a miniseries, like it should be just a really long movie. I feel like it's not a television series.
0: It's but it's just not a great episode. But either way, if I'm look as I'm looking at the list, it seems that Saul Ruiz's episodes are kind of the weaker episodes. It might just be his directing style, which is a possibility. It just because he, he did the... Uh, actually, no, no. He did, he did the episode with um, Wrecker going crazy. So maybe... I don't know. I'm kind of like... I like it. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. But just this writing of this episode was not the best. It did set up some things which were good, though. So... Again, we'll talk about that later.
1: I disagree. I liked it.
0: So next we're talking about a new show that is an anime. So this would be in our anime review. Yes. So the show that we're talking about is based on a manga written by Koharu Inoue, which was licensed by Seven Seas Entertainment. We'll probably do a manga review eventually. But the show was directed by Yoshinobu Yamakawa, released by JC Staff doing the production, but the animation, they had Shogakuken and Music and Digital Entertainment doing it, and... Shogakuken Music and Digital Entertainment is a new branch for Shogakuken, the production company, and it kind of shows that they're new at this because their animation quality sucks. It's very rudimentary and looks really bad comparatively. It
1: looked inexpensive to make.
0: Not inexpensive, but it looks like it's not polished. Like I was trying just to say starting... it
1: nicely, but it looked cheap.
0: Yeah. Um, and the show that we're talking about is Shinigami Bochan to Kuro Medo, or... The Duke of Death and His Maid. So, the first episode of this show is uh, The Duke and Alice, or Bochan to Alice." This was directed by Yoshinobu Yamakawa, and it tells the story of a boy who's a duke. And he has been banished from his family to live in the woods.
1: Why, you ask? Oh, we're so glad. He was cursed by a witch, to anything that he touches dies instantly. So all living things perish as soon as he touches them. So for instance, if you have a flower in a vase sitting next to you and then he touches it, the flower dies. You're on a swing set on a tree. You He falls, he touches the tree, the tree dies. But things that are not alive... Inanimate objects like cookies and clothes. pins, like writing utensils, and clothes, he can touch those. But anything living perishes.
0: But this doesn't work if he's wearing gloves. It goes through the gloves, so it's kind of a weird, like there's some BS to the logic, but whatever. But
1: it's a curse. That's what a curse does. So his
0: his mother, who is the head of the family, says, you know what? I am sending you to...
1: Our country home.
0: Yep. And you're going to stay there alone with nobody and, well, I'm probably going to be giving... It hints that she's already setting into motion that his younger brother is going to become the heir, which means that she's no longer going to have to deal with him. And he's there alone with only person in his life, his maid.
1: Which a- was their ha- lead head housemaid's daughter, who's roughly his age, who now is a wee bit fanservicey servicey and rather busty.
0: Mm, and she lives with him, and she's totally into him, and it's that cursed... Very sexy. It reminds me of that um, show with the pie maker, Pushing Up Daisies.
1: Oh, I liked that show.
0: Where the whole thing is he can bring people back from the dead if he touches them once, and he touches them the second time, and they die. And it's the whole, like, they love each other, but they can't touch each other. And it's that's the show. The animation quality is terrible, but the show is not that bad. It's kind of cute, and it's setting up something big. Um, we're not really going to go too much into this. There's not going to be a lot of spoilers for the anime stuff because it's pilot episodes, but...
1: Yeah, it's not I bad. I think it's cute.
0: It wasn't bad. It was an uh, interesting first entry into the animes, I think. Agreed. All right, so next we have another show, and this one I have been waiting for for a while. This is an anime that I have been a huge fan of the light novel for, and it's based on the light novel series written by Dojo Maru, which was licensed digitally by J-Novel Club, and the print is done by Seven Seas Entertainment. But the best thing is the anime series is directed by Takashi Watanabe, the director for Slayers, Lost Universe, Rave Master, Kino's Journey, and Bogeypop Pop Phantom. so it's actually got a great director who you could see he does his stuff. the animation is great designs great character designs great. this was created by Studio JC, licensed by Funimation and well the title is Genjitsu Suji Yusha no Okoku Senkenki or. How a Realistic Hero Rebuild the Empire. ta uh, So, I'm biased on this because I'm a fan of it. And how many volumes do I own? Like, eight volumes of the manga or the Light Novel so far? Yeah. But, uh, so what did you think about this uh, series?
1: I thought it was really cute.
0: It did something very different with the Isekai trope. What do you mean different? Well, one, he wasn't hit by truck coon. Okay. And it's not the, I'm going to get superpowers and save the day, or I'm going to get superpowers and run away, or I'm going to get superpowers and then a princess is going to say that I'm going to be his be- her best friend and then she's going to betray me and make me a slave and I'm going to have to run away from the kingdom because they think that I am some sort of heretic. Not hinting at anything, any good series involving a... Weird Tanuki girl and a bird girl.
1: Tanuki girl. Shield hero. Aha! It is very shield her- hero e. No, it's
0: not shield hero e because he's not hated.
1: True, but the the um, shining moment with a still yet somehow ensemble cast is kind of shield are we?
0: well there well this, there is no real ensemble cast in this one well there it, it's king set,
1: princess the king
0: and queen are not major characters and the and the um steward does not well anyway so let's get into what this is about beforehand so how a realistic hero rebuilt the kingdom and for those of you who don't know what those are because you don't listen to our manga review or anime review or unfamiliar what is an isekai?
1: an isekai is when somebody gets transported to a different world so um they get plucked out of their current life and dropped in a parallel universe or different world and most of the time there's some kind of magic a lot of the times they've died Oh, what a
0: so, oh, so like they get stuck in a twister and their house gets sent somewhere far away and they end up killing a witch?
1: Kind of like the Wizard of Oz. Yes. Very much so. Except in the Wizard of Oz, she... Never mind.
0: No, no, no. That's actually the considered the first is a guy. So, yes.
1: But she was dreaming. Was she
0: dreaming, though? No.
1: Because you were there, and you were there, and you were there. <laughs> but, as you're saying. So... Um, a lot of times, a lot of izakais, the person will either die and be transported. There's also this funny thing about this random bus driver who is always the one that ends up killing people and take ta- making them show up in different worlds. But they, you know, some people get reincarnated. Um, some people get magic powers or show up in a land where there's magic powers and then they can use it and wield it. Um, but they always... At least initially, remember their original life. So he knows, like he was studying to be a civil civil servant and wanted to do well for the community and things like that. And
0: and he's recently been orphaned because his parents died when he was little. His grandmother died, and all that was left was his grandpa. And his grandpa died, leaving him with the thing: if you get it, when you get it, make start a family, and no matter what happens, protect them with your life. And that's how the series starts.
1: Protect them, take care of them, um, all of that.
0: And he has been sent, summoned to another world after reading The Prince by Machiavelli. True. So showing he is already very different than most uh, Izakai characters. He's not a shut-in. He's someone who's trying to be productive.
1: And he's, like the name suggests, he's very realistic, very analytical this, then this, then this.
0: And he's summoned and immediately they say, oh, we summoned someone. We actually did it. Yes. And the king shows, hello, summoned hero. You've been brought here. And he first yells at them and they're like, oh God, um, don't hurt us. And then he's like, alright, fine. I'm not gonna be mad. Just, what's going on? And the king tells him the situation, which is that there is an evil demon empire that's taken over the top of the continent and They need a hero to save the day because...
1: They need a hero! Sorry.
0: Well, not really. The reason why they summoned a hero is because they owe money to a bigger country that is protecting them from the demon country, and they either need to pay all their debts, or they can use the hero to pay their debts.
1: So they summon the hero with their plan being they're going to turn the hero over, and therefore the debts will be wiped clean. But...
0: That If they do it this one time, it doesn't clear all their debts. It's just going to be like a one-time payment. And then later on, they're going to have to pay more debts. So what our hero, Soma uh, Kazuma, says is, Well, you know what? Let me look at your books.
1: Let's take a look. Give me all of your financials.
0: And he ends up getting the money in a day. Everyone's like, Oh, no, we're a completely bankrupt country. We can't do anything. He's like... I solved your money problem in a day.
1: He's like, I got this.
0: Let's see what else we can do. Okay, we can solve your money problems, but then you're going to have to deal with what's going on with the country itself because everyone is starving. So we're going to have to rebuild your agricultural center. We're going to have to increase our defenses, and that's going to take money. So we're going to make money through restarting the populace. So in order to do that, he ends up coming up with this great plan. And the king.
1: The king kind of like sees all of this happen. He's there every step of the way and does what a really great king should do. He realizes this guy's the right guy to be the king. He's making all of the right decisions. He's making um, sound choices. He's doing the right thing for uh, the kingdom. And so he hands... Kingdom to Soma. He makes him... He abdicates the throne. The king. He abdicates the throne.
0: And he says, and besides abdicating the throne, I'm engaging my daughter to...
1: I'm arranging the marriage. My daughter and you. It's going to be a thing. Get used to it.
0: Because it's actually a really smart thing because if he's engaged to the actual heir to the kingdom, then it's a completely legal abdication. It's not just a... Oh, you've seized the country. It's you're legally in line to be king. And it's funny that when the princess comes to harass him, to say, well, how dare you yell at my parents? He doesn't even know who she is. He doesn't care. He's like, hey, you coming in here? Yeah. Can you read and write? Yeah. Fill out this paperwork. I need help.
1: Great. Thanks for coming. Here we go. Because
0: he's just working on papers that are tons of things to solve all the financial problems. He's doing it alone, not sleeping. And well, we've spoiled most of the episode, but you yeah, know, sorry, this is a fun episode. This is a great show. It's you can cool. tell
1: Zan is passionate about this one. Yeah,
0: it's a, it's a lot of fun. They do skip a lot of things that are in the light novel for the first two chapters, but it doesn't matter. It has set up a lot of greatness in this show and it's being taken care of reverently. Uh, all the other factions that are going to be involved have been introduced and represented and they look like they've been done well. I think this is going to be a great series. Um, what are your thoughts?
1: I'm really enjoying it. I, you know, you've pointed out some of the inconsistencies, some of the places, like the the little nuancy pieces here and there. These are things that are, that are different. Um, but I, I'm really enjoying it.
0: I like that you first like the the the, the queen looks like a vapid airhead.
1: Yeah, because she's just sitting there, like. Dee, dee, dee. But then when
0: you you found out what her deal is, what do you think?
1: Well, technically, I haven't officially found out what her deal is because you've just told me what her deal is.
0: But if you think about it, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, it does. Like, she totally is just like, you got this. I'm just going to sit back and I love when... I'm L- just going
1: to sit over here and clean your ears out.
0: Yeah, I like when Lysia comes home. She sees that and they're just acting like they're retired. it's
1: like, what are you guys doing It's like, aren't
0: you supposed to be in pain or suffering? He's like, no, they're just happy and flirting and being all kind of. Given
1: away the kingdom, what's going on? And they're like, oh, no, it's going to be great. And she's like, and you betrothed me? And they're like, yeah. Before you say no, meet him. He's a nice guy.
0: And then he's just straight up like, if you don't want to marry me, fine. I'll just abdicate the throne once this is all set up and done. Yeah, he's
1: like, it's totally fine. You don't have to, we can call that off.
0: And then the thing is that she realizes it, but he does not as like... Natadhesic. And then she's like, oh,
1: wait, this might be a... Hmm, okay. But well, I'm going to see it from your point of view.
0: And also she realizes that if he abdicates, that's not a good thing. Because he's now been put in control and if he fixes everything. The kingdom's going to be like totally like devastated if he leaves. So she's stuck in a rock in a hard place. But we digress. So amazing show. Great. Really, really, really fucking cool first episode's great we'll see how the rest of it goes next now the next show you despised
1: i did not care for it
0: um this one is based on a gag manga by gaku kuze that's been licensed by kodansha usa and here's the crazy part it's a Jose series Jose? yes so uh, again for those you don't know who's the demographic for Jose series me Yes, women over the age of 18 to 53. And I kind of can see it, that it's just super realistic, but this is a show directed by Nobuyoshi Nagayawa, released by Studio Blank, and the title for this is Uramachi oni or Life Lessons with Uramachi oni
1: I don't like it. It's boring.
0: So what is the show? And it's not
1: even like slice of life, like relaxing. It's boring.
0: It's not boring. It's it's funny. It's just very depressing.
1: That's right, folks. It's boring. So
0: what is it about? And
1: then, not only is it boring, but let's make it sad. Is it sad? Is it really sad? Yeah. So, what show were you watching?
0: So what is the show about?
1: Um, The sad young adult...
0: No, he's 33. He's an adult.
1: The sad adult... Well, 33. 33 is still young. Yes. Can we say 33 is young? Yes, we can. So, 33 is young. We're all on record. Um, This young adult um, is recording this children's show.
0: He's the star of a children's show.
1: He is the star of a children's show. And his life is horrible. And he's just like, my throat... <clears throat> is horse from all of the binge drinking that I did yesterday. And he's telling Okay the l- kids, let's go play.
0: He's telling the little kids this like say one of them's like, Hey, Oni-chan, how old are you? I'm thirty one. Well my dad's twenty nine. How come you're not married or have kids? And he's like, What? Does it mean I'm not successful that because I live alone and I drink at night? Yes. And the kids are just kind of horrified by, like, he's saying... But
1: some of it passes over their heads, and some of it doesn't.
0: Like, he just straight up is telling the kids, like, Yes, my, I, my life is horrible. I'm completely torn down and beaten in life.
1: I think I don't like it because it's too realistic. Like, that's, that's like, legit life for some people.
0: It's He's having a midlife crisis. That's what it is. And then you meet the other people in the show and they're just as bad. Like you have the two singers of the show who do like the, cause he does the athletic cause he was a former uh, gymnast who kind of just became a, a guy in a show. And the other two are singers on the show. And one of them, he's just an idiot. And then there's a girl who's like, she was a, a, a jazz singer and an anchor singer is like, really? She was a pop singer who like worked at a dive. She was a jazz singer at a bar, and now she works at a children's show. And her boyfriend she's been with for four years has not proposed to her, but everyone around her has proposed and are getting married. So she's...
1: Like I said, this is too realistic. I mean, I'm happily married. I did not. I am not a failed gymnast. I don't host a children's show. Just hosting a children's show is not sad. It can be awesome, like Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers is awesome. But this guy is sad, and the people oh. in there are sad this they've like failed at life, and they're no, stuck there the
0: The bunny man and the and the bear man haven't failed. they're just afraid of him because he treats them horrible and then they and then they drink at night and he they they yell at each other i it's a weird, realistic gag series that's just kind of depressing,
1: yeah, I don't care for it.
0: Um, it's not bad. I think it's in, I think it's funny, but it's sad also. Cause it's like this, the demographic for this should not be women, but it's,
1: it's, I don't know. There might be women out there that really like it. I don't find this particular, particularly entertaining.
0: Yeah. I just, it could be better. It's okay. It's super, it's weird and depressing. Um, I mean, it's not like Odd Taxi, which that show was weird and depressing, but that was interesting because of the mystery behind We could behind have it. figure
1: out if he was talking to a dead person or not.
0: Hey, he was talking to a cat that lived in the closet that he fed every day. True. I mean, the, the twist you figured out that he was just crazy and seeing people's animals, that was uh, out of nowhere. But we digress. We're spoiling stuff further. All right, so let's get to the other show, um, the main show, the show that you want to talk about. Season 1, Episode 4, The Nexus Event, directed by Kate Heron of Marvel's...
1: Cinematic Universe. Loki!
0: Yes, the newest episode of Loki, and this deals with the remnants of what happened in the last episode. At the end of the world event that Loki and Sylvie are stuck in. Well, they get captured, and then sad things happen.
1: As the moon is crushing into the other planet, and all has failed... Loki turns to Sylvie, Sylvie turns to Loki, and there's this tender moment.
0: And we can't say more because we're going to keep it for spoilers.
1: And that is all.
0: And then from there, it's that we have to deal more with what's going on with the time, variance, authority, and a lot of craziness happens. There are many things that occurred. A lot of things. And I have to say, there's one thing that broke my heart. And when we get to spoilers, I'm going to yell about it. But this episode set up a lot. Yes, it did. It answered a lot of questions. We finally see some backstory for Sylvie, which was really messed up.
1: So messed up.
0: And there are more questions, but this one's still really cool, and it's made the show so much better. And I know there are some people who do not like Loki because they didn't like the first episode. You had to stick with it to get to this point.
1: Yeah, I always give it more than one episode. Well, unless it's just like absolutely appalling and too fan servicey i give it more than one episode true
0: but this was a good show um so yeah so we'll talk about that more in the spoiler section but if you've not watched these episodes uh thank you guys for listening sorry we spoiled the one show but uh well let's be honest it's it's for the anime review not the tv review so we can kind of get away with it the tv show so if you're new
1: to anime this one's a good one
0: uh yeah we'll get to that in a this is not an anime. This is a TV show, but we'll get to it in a bit. But if you've enjoyed this, let us know. Email us, uh, ZanSparker.com, or leave a comment below. As usual, we'll, So after music, we'll have our spoiler section. Otherwise, I'm
1: Zan. I'm Greta. We'll catch you guys next time.
0: First off, let's get this out of the way. Why did they kill Mobius? Why? Well, they didn't kill him, but they pruned him.
1: Why?
0: Did they? Did they really? (sighs) If he didn't stay for the the stinger... Is
1: he going to be magically in the little thing? Will he finally get to ride a jet ski? Or will he get his memory of his past life where he had a jet ski and he made them? Well, we don't know. But
0: that was so traumatic and sad. It was because he was like, you know where I'd be? I'd be wherever you took me. That's where I would be if I could be anywhere. And it's so sad because at first he's like, oh, yeah, uh, I grabbed yours by accident. And then he just sees her face. and He's like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah.
1: Like she's stupid, but not that stupid. No,
0: She's not stupid. She's like, she totally caught me and she totally did not care. But I'm curious, though, a theory I have Because she has other things in her office that she says, oh, I have other analysts or other agents besides you that I like. Mm -hmm. If he's just going to be reset and his memory wiped.
1: I think that's what happens.
0: So he's been memory wiped more than once? Yeah. Whenever he finds out that it's the Well, we
1: have learned in this episode that if you are part of the TVA. That you weren't born to be part of the TVA. You, which was what they were all told, you were reset. You were a variant. And you were reset, and now you have a job. But we found it out last episode. Sylvie
0: told us. And the episode actually opens up where we see what happened to Sylvie and her crimes. And it was nothing. She was sitting there playing with her toys. And they just walk up to her. And she's a little girl. And they just grab her and say, you're arrested. And they just reset the timeline. And then she's put in front of... She goes through all the painful things of them having her fill out the paperwork. Her going into the room with the, are you a robot or not? And you see that someone had just been iced before her. Like, you see goo. And it's like, oh, God, this is terrifying for a little girl. And to top it off, the, the hunter who is processing her is Ravana. So that's why Ravana is so interested in this character is because she's one that escaped on her
1: watch. Yep. And she's kind of hiding that fact. Nobody knows it.
0: Yes. Also, she ends up killing uh, B-20, Hunter B-20, because B-20 knows what's going on. And Sylvie and Loki are saved because of something kind of disturbing, but also kind of romantic in a sick sort of way because Loki and Sylvie... Love each other. And it's kind of, it makes sense. No, but as
1: soon as they, well, yeah, cause, because Loki loves himself. Yeah. And the, the, it's deep down, not like creepy self-love. That's kind of creepy but self-love. But it's, it's like, it's really. He's a narcissist. Yeah, but so it's, it's, this is it's like the, coming down to really loving yourself. She's a part of him. He's a he, They are each other. And so he loves her. And right before the world's going to crash in and and die, he looks at her and there's like an understanding. And then that's when the timeline. But that's not an
0: understanding. That's a love, love. like he. Okay, but
1: then the timeline like super spikes off. And then that's when they're like, oh, that's where they are. And then they save them right before the world But
0: now that brings two interesting questions. One, and so this is an 18 plus, so we could actually use this language. Does that count as masturbation?
1: Nope, they're the same person. But they're two different persons.
0: But it's still the same person.
1: I don't want to talk about Loki's sex life.
0: <laughs> it is, it is very questionable about that. But that's the first part, and and the second thing is, do you think that Sylvie feels the same way?
1: I think Sylvie has a yes, because Sylvie has like that connection. She's like, and what was your mom like?
0: No, but first she hates him, but I think maybe... Well, we don't know, because she seemed devastated. Sylvie
1: hates everybody. She's been alone her entire life.
0: Yeah. But either way, from then, they get split apart, and then Loki is... And after telling Mobius that they're in a lie, Mobius puts him into kind of a hell loop, where it's one event happening to Loki over and over and over and over again. It's Sylph, which great cameo by... Jamie Alexander, uncredited but great, seeing her back holding a piece of her hair, saying, "You cut my hair," and then mm-hmm. she smacks him and hits him in the groin, and she does this over and over he and over. Knees him again. in the groin, and eventually he kind of get realizes, like he gets penance from that, but he's able to change it. So that's kind of not really a hell loop. Yep. And then, it's what
1: did he call? What did Mobius call it? It was memory prison or.
0: It was a, it was a prison, but what I don't remember. But um, while that's happening, also Hunter B fifteen goes to Sylvie, and we remember two episodes ago. Sylvie enchanted her, and she was able to see her actual memories. So Hunter B fifteen, the badass, the one who does not fuck around, is now like, was that real what you showed me, or were you lying? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, those are your real memories.
1: She can't make up memories. She can only show what has happened.
0: Yes, so now we so Sil so Mobius finds out. Hunter find Hunter B fifteen finds out. And then they both get confronted, caught by Renslayer. Renslayer prunes Mobius. And then Sylvie and Loki get to see the
1: Timekeepers. And I called it. I thought they were fake. It's a facade. And it turns out they're robots. But that means who's really in charge? It's not Ravana
0: because Ravana's a goon stooge. But the question is, who is the real person?
1: That's what we're finding out.
0: We have to wait for next episode. But that this episode was great, and the ending where Loki gets well, the ending is Loki gets pruned, and then there's a stinger, the first stinger of the series, where Loki wakes up in a dystopian New York surrounded by other Lokis, all different. We get Kid Loki. We get Classic Loki, who's the design from the original comic book. We get uh, one with a with a actual there, so that's going to be probably boastful Loki. And then we get Croc Loki, who is from the Animal Universe. So
1: And he's a crocodile.
0: He is a crocodile. And they say, hey, you want to join us? Yes. I'm excited for this one. I'm really excited for it. I think that Loki's going to be really cool, really good.
1: I think it's really fun. I'm happy with it's it. It's
0: still kicking ass, taking names. So, alright, other one. Uh, so, yeah, that's Loki. Now, back to Life Lessons. Yay!
1: Yay! I don't like that show.
0: So, really, the only spoilers for this one is that, well, it's a gag one, so it's a lot of comical jokes that we really can't really... It. I do like the fact that Whenever they make fun of him, he's constantly using... Oni-chan is using the... uh, What are they called? The grips? Uh, The grip... Muscle grips? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: The hand strengthener Yeah, he's using hand
0: strengthener. And whenever he gets really mad, he breaks them and just drops them. So it's happening over and over again. Really funny. Not great. Now, let's get to the spoilers for... How a Realistic Hero... So yeah, so it ends up where he reveals that he has sold the entire treasury. Well, that's not true. He
1: He broke the treasury into three groups. Group A are things that really should be in a museum.
0: The historical important things that are important.
1: Group B, things that are not historical, not magical.
0: And that could sell.
1: And worth money. And then group C, things he doesn't know what to do with. Mostly magical items, things that look like weapons, things that you probably shouldn't resell.
0: And he, actually, and he
1: only sells Group B.
0: And he makes the money to pay back the capital in full. He can pay back the Grand Chaos Empire in full, and he's set to go. But now he has to revitalize everything else. And this is leading to other plans. Um, and they introduce one major character early, and that is the princess of the... What the hell? It's, the city is Vaughn, but the country is... Aberdash, I believe. Hold on, I'll tell you the exact country name. Uh, she is the princess of the Principality of Amadonia. Rora. They introduce her really early, and she's totally like, "Hey, this new king. He's actually really smart. He figured out to sell these things. He might, if he's as smart as I think, he's going to be really fun." And there's
1: a lot of changes, but at the same time, everybody seems to be okay with it.
0: Actually. All of the generals are not okay with it. This this leads but to But
1: like us. the community, sorry. Uh the kingdom. The king
0: well, the kingdom, the people are interested by what's going on, but the generals one general is for what's going on, and the other two are totally like, what the hell's going on? And this is gonna lead to actually the major story arc of this first season, which is gonna be the Civil War of Elphedonia.
1: But I think it's because people um, are challenged with change. They just don't handle it well. So change is scary. And then they're all going to start realizing, oh, wait a second. This is kind of awesome. I
0: really want to get into the reasons why why it happens. Because it's actually a totally tactical and it's been planned since the beginning type of Civil War. But it's actually genius. But you have that going on. You have the leaders of the Grand Chaos Empire, the saint, um, whose real name is Maria Euphoria, like interested by this new development. She's an airhead, but she's interested by this development. And then we also have the the Principality of Amadonia, like really upset by this change. And they're planning their whole thing that's going to go on. So this is going to lead to a bunch of changes in this series. and I'm curious how they're going to adapt it and what they're going to do. Because I want to say more, but I'm not going to. Overall, amazing series. Well done. Next we have the Duke and Alice. Yes, the Duke and Alice. Um, Duke of Death and Alice. The twist in this episode was his friend Philip came over to see him. His former childhood friend who in reality is not his friend. Uh, Philip came over to spy on him for his mom because his mom officially is going to disown him.
1: And, and give the... Um, duke title. Dukedom to his younger brother.
0: So he's going to be exiled and penniless. And he and Philip's like, Alice, listen, get away from that monster. Come live with me. And Alice says, no. She wants to stay with Bochan, the duke.
1: And it's revealed that she loves him and he loves
0: well, her Well, he. we know she loves him that's not but the fact he loves her that's the twist
1: that's the cute part
0: and he admits that he's going to propose to her when things are better much better but the show is really good but the animation is terrible it's really really bad
1: it's simplistic it's not that sim- it's its own style
0: It's like the Berserk 2017 release. The animation is really poor quality. If they did an actual 2D animation instead of a 3D animation, it would have looked better. It's like the only thing which looks good is Alice's body. Her body when she moves. Like her face is super plastic. Her movements are plastic.
1: But her boobs and her legs look good.
0: No, that's what they focused on because it's fan service heaven. Anyway, let's get to the other one, which is... The show that which is Bad Batch, and so let's get to Bad Batch and talk about it. Okay,
1: so first off, I want to say something that I noticed on this for, this episode of Bad Batch, which officially proves it. So all of our Philo first friends get excited because it's official. The um, clones have hot asses. How do I know this? I'm so glad you asked because they have infrared goggles and they're looking, and all of the, the troopers are like walking around and it shows their heat signatures, and all of them have hot butts. Nobody else realized it. It's definitely a Greta special. So you're welcome. Nice. Took It was,
0: I admit that was funny that you said it was saw funny.
1: That. It's not part of the episode. It was just a har har for me. It's myself. a very
0: funny little gag. But so the episode takes place on Roxas, which was the seat of the Separatists uh coalition's empire during the clone wars and because the Empire's taken over they actually are going to they wanted to have the support of the senator avi singh and they said hey listen we've taken over but we're nice we're good here's your senator he's gonna say that we're good yep and the, and senator, the senator's
1: struggling he's like he talks to his um his people his an- android android no, for- and he's like, "Hey, if something happens to me, follow my instructions to the letter. the letter." And he come he goes forward and he's like telling his people, "Hey, I believe in this. This is great." And he's like, "Nope, I can't do it. This is not right. This is not and okay." And they just, straight
0: up just grabbed him and pulled him aside and they and they do try to sh- to first smooth him like he's being tied up. They have a interrogator droid and they say, "Listen, that wasn't a smart move, but we can make this work. We can fix this, and they pour a bottle of wine for him. And he's like, "No,
1: yeah, I'm not. It's I'm not right. I have to I'm, do the things, the right thing for my people."
0: And I said, "Oh, and the girl. I was surprised was very mothish, but that's what she is. She's a systems overlord. Mm-hmm. So it sucks for her. And so because of this, the droid hires Sid to rescue Singh, and she's going to send the bad batch after them." And the Bad Batch, because of what happened last episode, they say, you know what, Omega? You're going to stay here. That's your rule. And she's like, buh, buh, buh. a good soldier follows orders. Your orders are stay here, which is kind of funny because they're not following orders. But so she stays there, and the Bad Batch goes to help the Separatists. This is a big point, something that they really could have focused on, but they did because they were created to fight the Separatists. That's been their role in their entire life. And now at this point... Their job, their the mission they have, is to save a separatist. Yeah, and tech uh, uh, not tech. It's um, Echo is not happy with this. Echo's like, "What the hell are we doing? We shouldn't be working with the separatists. The separatists are gonna betray us immediately, because they've seen what the separatists do. The separatists have killed n- hundreds of their brothers." And Hunter's like, "This is a job. We gotta do it." And it's we're starting to see kind of more fraying with the group.
1: Because they're independently thinking now.
0: Yeah, they're not a, a. And they're not just
1: obeying orders. Now they're making decisions.
0: And things have changed. We saw this earlier when um, Rex was leaving, and Echo was like, "We should go with Rex. We should because it's com- chain of command. We're following orders again, fighting the war." And Hunter's like, "We got to do what's best for the fan for the." the regiment, which is their family. So it's kind of confusing. I like that element, but they don't really focus too much on it. It's mainly the mission, which uh, they end up saving the day. Meanwhile, Omega is depressed because they left her behind, and she shows that she is... She a...
1: wants to help out the group. She's part of the team. They're part of a unit.
0: But I do love the fact that we find out that she is a genius at playing Dadgerick. Now, for you who are not Star Wars fans, what is Dadric?
1: It's well, kind of like chess.
0: It's the game where everyone knows what do you do in order to win the game. Let the Wookiee win.
1: Let the Wookiee win.
0: Yes, it's 3D chess, and she's a super intelligent. And she ends up hustling tons of people for Sid. And the deal is, he's like, Sid's like, I'll give you thirty percent of the take. And she's like, No, 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 forty percent, sixty percent. And they come to an agreement, and the agreement
1: is that they're gonna play she's gonna play for money. They're gonna wager and she gets sixty percent.
0: No, the money all goes to the debt, so she pays off their debt in full. Yep. In and Sid full. is no longer like the kid. She's like, don't mess with my friend. So Sid is totally mm-hmm. like cool with Omega now. And it's pretty good. Who's um, the lizard
1: lady that Sid. that Sid? I love how Sid. Calls them not by their real names. She refers to them as goggles, bandana. She doesn't care. She... I know. I like. I like her. She reminds me of the girl from Monsters Inc.
0: Like Ross? Yes. A little. But the thing is that Omega, she calls by Omega now because Omega earned her respect. Yep. So she goes.
1: I like this kid.
0: So there is some. There is a lot of good parts of this, but just it didn't wasn't a great episode for me. It was just kind of like a here. This is happening. Meanwhile, because the main story's been uh, the Genotians are after, no, no, it's a Camo- uh, Cam- uh, Camino Sorry. The Camino are after Omega and crosshairs after the bad batch. We should get more to that. Like crosshair was a series, big bad, but he's only been in two episodes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we're three episodes. So I don't know. We're going to wait and see, but overall, okay. Episode, not great, not bad. Uh,
1: I stand by what I said at the beginning of this episode. I like it. So we're going to be doing more anime stuff
0: on our anime review. No worries. We're going to get back to that. Uh, and that's going to be fun. Talk about the rest of spring t- or summer 2021. Uh, we didn't finish spring 2021, but I will say the standout for us was Super Cub.
1: Yeah, 100% love Super Cub.
0: And, um, well, we didn't get to watch it, but I think that uh, the tr- Quint w- would have been there.
1: I like quince.
0: Well... Your other show is gonna is is out now, and we're gonna be talking about that too, Bakarina season two.
1: Yay! I like Bakarina. But that's
0: for that one, and then in our TV Tuesday, we have one new show to talk, or we're going back to Lego Master, and then we might talk about another show. We might be going over episodes from an old school TV show, maybe Numbers, or Woo-hoo. maybe. Now nah, we've done not Numbers. We'll do I'll another. We'll there do another for show. You. No, that's for something else. That's for our patrons. They're going to see me react to.
1: Friends. But
0: we digress. Anyway, as usual, I am Zan. I'm Greta. We'll talk about this more later. Uh, I'm Zan. We're Gonsville. Catch you guys next time.
1: And keep Keep watching TV.
0: See you later.